Man, I'm so blessed, I'm so blessed. Yeah, confess your sins, cause blessed I've been obsessed with wins. They ain't me and I ain't them. Trying to be the brightest gem, the highest star, put fear in men. Oh, boy, I gotta make it clear again who I am. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Chop Sports Fight Factory, brought to you by Dudes Gourmet and the Feel Good Factory. I am your host, the Reverend Tommy D. Joined with me by my favorite co-host, Rasslin' Rob. We got Dave Sturcio behind the glass, and with us in studio, we finally have video for the blessed one. Of course. MLW and Warrior Champion Casey Navarro. That's What's going me. on, bro? Not much, man. You know, just blessed. You know, oh, chilling God, here. Already? What are you yeah, doing? come on, Dave. You know, hey man, you know? he's living the gimmick. Now, I see that shit. You can tell by the belts. That's yeah, cool. listen, I mean, belts, the chains. He's making fan, it rain. All this sorts of gold and silver and platinum. Do they go everywhere with you? Everywhere? Huh? If you go to Quick Check, are they coming out of the car? Mm, no, <laughs> it's a lot to carry. Now, when you're driving, uh, when you're driving on the highway, uh, can you go in the HOV? Lane. Are they passengers? Yeah, because they're each a person. They're, they're like two babies. Yeah, perfect. Did yeah. you see a Three lady? Plus. A lady the other day really tried to do that. She's like suing North Carolina or something because <laughs> no, she was I pregnant am. and she, oh she they tried to give her a ticket. And she's no, like, course, no way. Course, this is a baby. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Especially in today's world. Right. Anyway. Moving on. For everybody that doesn't know, Destruction Dave over there used to actually hang out with this young gentleman over here. Hang out. That's a very loose. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, you know what's funny? I'm, yeah, I met him when he was 15, I think. Yeah, and probably right? and a yeah. foot taller he now. Was a, uh, actually, he was no, a, I was 14 when you met me because I wasn't wrestling years old. That's right. Yeah. So 14, and you were in the. Wait, don't I have to think? HFD. What the hell was the backyard fed called? Oh, HAW. H. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. backyard wrestling. Oh, yeah. So that's where it all yes. started. And when I tell you, he would come up to me at my merch table when I had my merchandise and stuff and I was selling my shirts. He would come up to me and be like, yo, check this out. He would show me like the YouTube of his backyard fed. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, you just can you just join a fucking school already? Like, can you, can you like real because he's good? And I saw him. And I was like, he can Thanks. move. He's fast. Yeah. He can talk. He's got charisma. He's cocky for whatever reason at the time. Oh, and yeah. you know, he was doing this thing. And I was like, you know what? He should probably just do it. But age restrictions and stuff like you had to wait it out right. and uh but i think the kind of the rest unfolded man for yeah. you at least yeah man it, it was crazy i like like dave said i used to go to all the pws shows and i used to go up to him and be like oh what up dave because he used to tag with the big o and i was a big zach Ryder guy at the time mm. so you know <laughs> that kinda, it was an honorary broski <laughs> yeah he got the honorary broski award <laughs> so uh yeah i used to always go up to dave when like big o wasn't there so um, and he would just always tell me, man, it's, it's time, man. Like, why don't you like start wrestling in high school when it's time and you can like, when you're of age, like go sign up. And I remember I, I started wrestling in high school and then there was like an open house at the PWS school. And I told my friend, I was like, Hey man, like screw it. Like, let's go. Like, let's just see what it's about. Tyler. No. Boy. Yes. Yeah. Bro. Yes. I got a fucking, he's going to pop huge now. Congrats. <laughs> Ty. You, you made it. I do remember. <laughs> is he a rapper now? No, no, oh, no, no, no. Like, guys, whatever. no, no he should stay away from a microphone. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, I love you, Tom. Under the bus. <laughs> anyway, um, mm. we we went there, and I just um, remember, like, just really, like, man, I want to do this so bad. But I just knew you had to be 18. And I was just turning 15 at the mm. time, or I was 15. And I remember after the whole thing was done, I went up to uh, Pat Buck, who ran it, and I was like, hey, man, listen. This is all I want with my life. I've been bullied my whole life, and uh, this is all I want. Uh, like, what what can I do to be here? And he was like, I guess he heard the passion of my voice at the time. 
And he was like, if you can get a parent to sign you up, I'll let you come in. If they sign a waiver, I'll let you come in. And I was like, man, okay. And then I remember I blew my knee out, amateur wrestling, mm-hmm. and I was out for a few months. And then it was, I want to say, April of 2015, I met Roman Reigns, who at the time, and probably, I, you know what, I don't care, still is, an idol of mine. Yep, tri- the tribal chief himself. Yeah, man. The, <laughs> he's the champ champ, too. He gets <laughs> it. He gets it. Yeah, say it loud. <laughs> say it proud. We're going to Raw That's the 25th. Right. Dude. Right. We're going to Raw the for no reason whatsoever. So I met Roman, and I, you know, I kind of told him what's up. You know, he was my idol, you know, and I, I want to be a wrestler. And he told me to never let anybody stop me from chasing my dream. And if I believe I can do it, to go after it. And as soon as I recovered from my knee injury, they happened to have another open house on May 4th of 2015. My grandfather took me, signed me up. May 5th, I started. And May 23rd, I made my debut. Bang, nice, bang. Dude. Boom, boom, boom. Wait, Fuck. were you, the, your debut was, was and, that uh, not at Creative Pro? Uh, no, it was at the Rookie Rumble. I thought it was Creative Pro. Nah, the Rookie Rumble. The oh, Double no. Trouble Rumble. Yes, yes, you're right. I wasn't name. with the company at the time. Remember, I was. There. Fired. I was. Uh, I was. Oh, he was yeah. fired. Pat he was Buck gone. fired me. Let's. Let's all. Like. I, I, everybody knows <laughs> this already. It is common knowledge. I got a little too ahead of myself, what? and I thought I was the shit, and nothing that I did was ever wrong. So uh, Pat was like, "Cool. There's the fucking door." <laughs> was like, it oh, after nice. the video I saw when I'm like, "Dude, you're pretty over for that one time." It was like, literally at, for that you, one time. Well, no, you were, but you were like, "I know." Yeah, I went well, to actually, room. matter of fact, I beat up Buster Jackson in a squash. Right. <laughs> right. 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 The fans are going my nuts, ego, dude. My ego got ahead of me, and I was like, "All right, so what's next? The title shot." Oh, what are we doing? You know, like, <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, actually, just kind of go back to class and see what's up. And I was like, but I'm fucking Dave Destruction. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? There's no reason for me to be acting this way. And Casey knows, like, when you're coming up, your head just do 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 like it's a like a level well, up. Yeah, from, I mean that's a story right. that you hear with a lot of these legends. Where they say I, some yeah, of these guys I, I came decided, in. That's what happened. Uh, right. I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna wrestle for Rob Fury. <laughs> yep. And uh, for SWF, brother. And then I went out over there. I had one match. And then I was like, fuck this. I want to be an announcer. <laughs> no, I, I went back to WrestlePro 2016, and, and the rest was history. But how do you not have an ego, though? Seriously, how do you not have an ego? Because Wait, you know what? You're, you're Well, he'll tell you. But, but you're, you're starting around, out. You're going to have an ego. You're around all these guys that, are, that have been there, that have walked the walk, that have had matches. for. My first pair of wrestling boots were given to me by Dan Moff. And Dan Moff goes to me. He's like, you know where those boots have been? I said, no. He goes, Japan against Punk, against this guy, against this guy. And these are your boots now. And I'm like... You fit in Danny Moff's boots? Yeah, we're about the same size. Don't I'm a little taller than him. His lifts were about this big. I had to like, actually <laughs> down a little bit. Shout out to Big so Moff on so that So you one. start in 2015 at the Rumble, right? You say? So you're still in high school, though. Yeah. Correct? What yeah. grade? What grade? I was a sophomore in high school. So what do you like? What did anybody think? Like, they, it's just a joke that like this is just some crazy kid in high school who wants to be a professional wrestler. It's never going to happen. So I was bullied like from the time I walked into my new school. I'm in touch in high school, calling you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Call him out, fifth dude. grade. Uh, bullied right off the bat because the first outfit I wore, I'll never forget it, was the 2008 green and yellow John Cena merch. It was the hat, the wristband, All the of shirt. It. The jean- I had everything All on. I didn't care. That was me. You right? can't see me. Oh, they, oh, they <laughs> saw me. All right, they couldn't miss me. They couldn't miss me. And I heard it every day, and it was like bad, man. Like, I mean, there were times where I just wanted to. Because yeah. it was just too much, man. Mm-hmm. And like, I had no siblings, or it, my siblings that I had were like babies. I mean, that's I, I had no one to run to. Your dad was in the military too, right? My father so was in he the was military. Not home, right at all. He wasn't you? home. And at that time, yeah, he was in the military at that time. By the time I started wrestling, he was out of the military. But like, you have to think from like fifth grade to like yeah, sophomore man. year, 
That's a long time. That's a lot of time. And, and you know, I was hearing it every day. None of the girls wanted to date me because if they no. did, they were going to be falling Doors. into that category. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just terrible. Nobody wanted to mess with me. I had no friends. I mean, the only time I had fun was in the summertime. I'd be in my trampoline pretending I was at WrestleMania. Like, that was the closest thing I had to having any type of joy at that time. Yeah. Um, but once I started training, I, I still don't think people took it serious. It wasn't until, like, 2000, like... 16 or 17 when a poster was put up in Metuchen that and I was on the front of it and that's when they were yeah. like yeah this uh, is real yeah. like this kid's really really doing it and I remember graduating high school and the last thing I said to everybody when I why was the poster down, was up no 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 the poster oh. wasn't up that would have been fantastic oh, man but I remember my high school graduation I was excited because I couldn't stand being in school anymore and I remember walking down to go get my diploma and it was almost like everything went in slow motion it was like a movie. And I remember just looking up, seeing my family. Everybody else got a standing ovation from like everybody in the stadium, except for me. It was just my family going, yeah. And I'm like, all right. And it's probably gonna be the story of my career is what I thought. <laughs> and you know, I was, I was walking down. I remember just looking at everybody and I just kept saying, take one good last look. That's all I kept saying mm -hmm. to them. And you know, many people call me cocky for that, but I just knew I had something to prove. Mm -hmm. I had a lot to prove to a lot well, of people. Well, I mean, what did they expect you to do? Like you got fucked with the whole time that you're there. Yeah. Where they expect you to just be graceful and be like, bye. Right. It's and crazy how like when now we, they're the ones eating hot dogs, watching you yeah. jumping off the top. Follow rope. me on Instagram, and I don't follow them back. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh -huh. But it's crazy. Like when we were growing up, wrestling was like this cool thing. Like mm -hmm. everybody yep. loved it. Still kind of cool. No, I think it's probably. It's all right. They ain't telling it's me. Right. I would do whatever. But now it's like when kids your age grew up, it was like it was like nobody wanted to watch yeah. it, or it was like you weren't cool if you yeah, watched it. It was I just stupid to everybody at the time. Don't understand when. Well, it what changed. year were you born? Ninety nine. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the, so he when was he, in yeah. like so by the, the beginning time he of the PG watching, era. Yeah, the PG era was around that that turn. And by the way, tonight if you're watching TV fourteen, TV fourteen, <laughs> no, I heard. they I've retracted that. What they retracted that hours after it had come out. Um, it's going to happen, oh but somebody Slow released build. it a little bit too soon. Yeah, well, they don't know. This is the problem with the internet. With right, your Dave right. Meltzer's and Saps, <laughs> you, you step out of fucking line and you ruin it. Didn't anybody learn from, uh, what's his name, from MMA Junkie, uh, Ariel Helwani? Mm. You don't announce something that serious that the boss should be the one announcing. Yeah. That's, you know, that's do-rag Vince's spot for him to come out. <laughs> told you. Say, you know, told you. Tonight, anyway, tonight, uh, tonight we're, we're, we're going to be TV 14. Go. Anyway, so. No more PG era. So, so, yes, it, it wasn't cool when he was coming up. Yeah, wrestling, yeah, not at all. wrestling lost its luster yeah. because the Attitude Era was at its peak, and then all of a sudden it was like. Also, the wrestling world took a big hit when. That shit with Benoit went on. Yeah, like, but uh, even then, even then, it's just like you know, it, it, it just wasn't cool. And that, he was coming up in a in a harder yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. I think. Though. It was a totally different era. I yeah. wasn't really watching much then either. Um, that's when I was just like hardcore with the MMA and the UFC. Mm. Sure, um, but I, I mean, I'm glad I'm back with it now. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, you know what really brought me honestly? Like I watched Casey Navarro. Yeah, <laughs> brought me back yeah. to wrestling. I watched. Blessed. Like I would watch, you know, sparingly, and and I would guest host on a a show sitting ringside. Sure. And the guy from Fight Book was like, "Listen, I know you like wrestling, so would you cover MLW for me?" And all I'm thinking is just I'm going to watch it and write an article. Next thing I know, it's like, "Hey, here's your press passes for Philadelphia." I'm like, "Oh shit!" So mm. the first person I called was Dave because I'm like. <laughs> Who do you know at MLW? Because apparently I'm going to be covering him. This goes, is pre-you, by the way. Yeah. So. Well, no, oh, okay. that's what he said. He goes, he goes. well, my boy Casey Navarro is going to be there. And next thing I know, I'm looking down the card. You were That was the night that you were in that 
six-man tag with uh, EJ and Duca. Oh, the 12 man. The, the random 12-man yeah. that they put together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I so anyway, back to the start of the journey. So oh. talk, talk, hold on. Yeah. talk to me about, like, after that, when you go to try out for Evolve the first time. Ooh. Who's there? So it was a... So the Evolve things were kind of like just like training seminars. Um, I only took it for the experience. Obviously, everybody wanted to get on the show, but it was like a one in a million chance anybody was going to get. Like, think about it. There's 100 guys there. Only one was going to So that's something you don't get invited to. That's something like you got to find out about. Oh, yeah. You had to find out about it. You paid for it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What year was that? That was in 2019. No. Yeah. 2019. Because I just started doing the blessed thing at the time. Okay. Yeah. I just started doing the blessed well, thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I just became blessed. You were, I wasn't started off I was like, <laughs> you weren't always Casey Navarro. It was like Christian no, Navarro. It was, Christian. was Sky, oh, Sky yeah, Reaper. Christian Navarro. Yeah, you're right. Sky wow. Reaper. Bro, I do my yeah, homework, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christian Navarro, then Kid Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go to the Sky Reaper thing, and right. then, you know, you're trying to work the blessed thing out. Right. Now that's what's working what's do you feel what's, do you feel what most, you are now though. yeah i was gonna 100%. say do, do you feel most comfortable doing this this 100%. is this is almost you dialed up yeah it's like you for I the think. first time i feel like it was something that i was able to pick i was able to go i want to do this i know this is going to be me i know this is going to work because mm. when i was christian navarro i was just starting i didn't know who i was and then it was when i did a creative pro show a birthday party yeah, I remember and that. right before i went out a Pat birthday party? And goes why don't you call yourself kid christian I can I curse on this? Yeah, yeah sure, I bro. fucking hated that. Man. <laughs> I hated it so much, and I was like, "But my trainer said to call me, call myself Kid Christian. Screw it, I'm Kid Christian now." And then, like, I didn't know where to go with that either. I think Kevin still calls you Kid Christian. Yeah, in reference when he's talking about you, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I got Kid Christian." They're exactly. Like, and, and and I didn't know what to do with it. And then I was like trying to figure out ways. They're like, "All right, you got to make a character out of this." I was like, "Well, what do kids like?" I mean, I am a kid. I like candy. <laughs> I have ADHD. I'm always bouncing off the walls. But what makes me bounce off the walls more? When I eat some candy. I'm going to have a sugar rush. I'm the sugar rush kid Christian. And it worked for kids for a little bit. But that kid name was just holding me back. Some mm-hmm. dope so merchandise, much. though. Remember that cotton candy that was like yeah. pink and blue? Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. That was dude, I was shirt. doing the vice colors before the heat, man. <laughs> right, I exactly. did that. Um, but yeah, and then that wasn't really working. And um, I remember Anthony Bowens tried to get me booked in England, and they were like, "Uh, oh, well, he's still small, and he calls himself Kid. I heard like, the story. Like, it's not yeah. going to work. And I was like, all right, well, I got to figure out something. So I wound up blowing my shoulder out of show. I was out for like three or four months, so I had some time to sit down and go, all right, 2018's coming. I have a chance to rebrand. What am I going to do? And I'm sitting, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, well, everybody knows me as KC. All my handles are KC Russells. I'm like, so I don't want to change it completely and be like, I don't know, Michael Durham or something. Yeah. I don't want to completely change it. So I tried to figure out different ways, and um, I remember Bones going, man, you have a great last name. Like, Navarro's such a good last name. Like, no one has it. Why don't you just call yourself KC Navarro? And I was like, all right. And then I was trying to, like, think of a nickname. And my father, he was an Airborne Ranger. As you said, he was mm-hmm. in the military. And they called him the Sky Reaper. And I was like, man, I'm a high flyer and Sky Reaper it sounds, sounds so dope, dope. So I started doing that. And I would wear gold and black because that's the U.S. Army Ranger colors. Uh-huh. And I would do that for a little bit. Then I started getting real military into it. And I remember I did my first Evolve tryout. And it was with uh, Robbie Brookside, who's a coach at NXT. And I did it against Christian Casanova, who is now Carmelo Hayes, who's uh-huh. the North American mm-hmm. champion. Yep. And I remember... Uh, we had a great five-minute match. It was perfect. I remember Brookside pulling me and him to the side going, there's no reason in three years you both shouldn't be in NXT. Obviously, it worked out for Christian. But um, 
I remember getting an email back um, as like a review from our match. And the one thing that they said was I need to show more personality. And I was thinking, man, like everybody says I have a lot of personality, but like I'm not showing in my matches. And I started watching my matches and I noticed, man, I'm not really showing a lot of personality. Like I'm not being myself. I'm being something I'm not. Like I'm trying to be like a military guy and that's not me. I was my father. Mm -hmm. So then I wound up blowing my knee out. WrestleMania weekend of 2019, right after that trial. Actually, two days after that trial, actually. During a match? My knee out. Yeah. I blew my knee out. and not you did it during a match. Months. I did my shit during practice. That's yeah. <laughs> I had a 280-pound man do a moonsault on me and completely I had King Hippo squish me. Remember I am so sorry. Bastard. Yes, I do. <laughs> Fucking rude. Um, and then... Wait, the guy's name was really King Hippo? I mean, that's his, that was his moniker. He King yeah. Hippo from them videos. Yeah, man. that's what I mean. Yeah, same guy. We also had Little Mac. Don't get me started. Original. Go on. And um, after that, shit. I uh, I sat back and I was trying to figure out, all right, I got to rebrand again mm -hmm. because I need to show a way to show who I am as a person. And I remember I was really contemplating on getting a tattoo, my first tattoo. Uh, but a lot of wrestlers would tell me, if you get a tattoo, you'll never get signed. I was going to say that. Did anybody try to talk you out of doing that? 100%. I got it all the time. And I remember I was really set on getting this one. I don't know. See it, but it's the uh, blessed tattoo. Yeah, and I got the win the crowd, win the world, which was a quote my dad always told me before all my matches, and he was right. And I remember texting me a yim going, "Hey, I want to get a tattoo." Now she was in NXT, so at yep. the time, so I was like, "If I get this, do you think this is gonna stop anything for me?" And right there, she goes, "No." As a matter of fact, it can work into a character or a story of a character, which is true. Right there, I go, "I'm gonna call myself blessed. I'm going with it." That's that's my favorite so word. You're saying that you're really not blessed. Is that what we're saying here? You just shh, <laughs> son of a bitch, exposing it's the all a word. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, he's definitely he's got it on his heart. I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty it's goddamn blessed, though. I mean, and, and that's a total oxymoron, by the way, by me saying goddamn and blessed in the same sentence. Nice job. Yeah, I know. Sorry, dude. Going to hell. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that was. I think that was the takeoff point. Yeah. So thank you, me again, for letting you. Uh, what you know, do, literally do that. What I, do you like playing more, heel or or a face? Do you feel like you're more? What so do you feel I like you're more at home ass. What I've been telling a lot of people recently is like, I feel like the good guy, bad guy thing is kind of dead in wrestling. I mean, that's no, just my it's hey, look, it's, look it's, it around. Like, Unless you're a complete piece of garbage, like people might like you because you're a jerk off. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, like I've I've heard stories. Roman's of like, doing it now on television. He's like, you know, some of the crowd over here is cheering for me. Some of you oh, guys yeah. are booing me. Like, so right. it's all yeah. it's a mix. At but this I point. know a lot of people like like he just a lot of people like you as a heel because right. I've, yeah. I've known like CZW shows where like you won a belt and you're backstage taking pictures. Fans were literally trying to come backstage to talk shit to you. Yeah. To tell you how much they hated you. Right. Yeah. Like exactly. But. <laughs> You know, it's funny, that same day when I won the bell and, I, and all these people wanted to kill me, I still was taking an autistic fan, bringing him to the back, signing his poster, and taking a picture with him. Because at heart, I'm not a bad guy. And, like, even at House of Glory, like, I am the most hated person there. Like, they hate me. When I beat oh, Red. You went over Red. I, I mean, yeah. yeah Red's, like, Red's a god And the way I did it was so bad. Like, I used his finish and everything. Like, nice low stuff. blows. and it was, it was terrible. It was really, really fucked up. But, like, you know... A fan came up to me at the last show and was like, man, I love you as a bad guy. I go, but am I a bad guy, though? And he was like, well, yeah, when you're in the ring. I go, but you're talking to me right now. Am I an asshole? And he goes, well, no. Actually, I think you're really nice. I go, so I'm not a bad guy, bro. I'm just blessed. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So that, that's the thing I always not say. Really sure. I'm not good. I'm not bad. I'm blessed. Well, you see, like but to me, that's, that's the difference. So if, if you're going to be coming off as kind of cocky, right? Like sure. babyface isn't cocky sure you know what i mean mm, sure they're, they're always working from underneath kind sure. of but you're right but. Now, pro professional wrestling now everyone's not really going with like a gimmick they're going with the, you're yourself and those right. are the best wrestlers 
always are the ones who yeah. are who play them who, Cause, not cause play but the are authentic yeah right there like i mean look at ufc i'm sure you guys watch ufc like conor mcgregor right people can't look, look right there right there right i love conor mcgregor though and I love everything he does. I love all the shit that he talks. I Most people do, except for like the, the the hardcore, you know. But right there, Mark right, boys over there, he doesn't just... like him. But is Conor McGregor playing a good guy or bad guy on UFC? Well, is he I being just... told? Like, you no. know what I mean? Look at Colby Covington. It's my right? guy. I'm a Jorge Masvidal guy. I can't stand Colby Covington. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but, exactly. <laughs> but you see what I mean? Everybody's got an opinion, right? That's true. Though. But when I was at the Heat game and I brought my friend Steve Gibke, he loves Colby, who was walking past us on the floor. Colby Covington, who stopped to take a picture of my friend? Colby. And I was like, damn, all right. Still don't like him, though. Like, yeah. nice guy. As a fighter, though, nah, I don't like him. But that's just my opinion. So, like, you know, do I like playing a good guy or a bad guy? I like just being me and going off the crowd, honestly. But promo-wise, I do like being an asshole because I love shit talking. I love <laughs> it's what works, talking. though. It's what brings makes the most money. And that's yeah, what right. this, this sure. business is about. For sure. Right. Um, talk to us about Papa Cage. What's going on you with know that what's stuff? Funny? He was just trying to call me. Wow, really? Call him up. Call him back and show him what you're doing. <laughs> he I'll never right. forget. I'll never. This is live on the air, by the way. But that's fine. Um, it's okay. Uh, Here, which let me call? see. It. Let me see a full. That's so this. funny. Was that right, wait, Brian Cage? You're talking uh, about? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Nah, he uh, he's wait, wait, no, no, no. That was through the WhatsApp to FaceTime. But here, here I'll, 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 I'll give him a WhatsApp. What country is he in? Uh, no, no. Yeah, you know what it is? He he has a Samsung. He doesn't have an iPhone, I, uh, so he can't FaceTime. Yeah. Dude, one of the nicest dudes I've ever met is Brian Cage. Okay. And he is a he's a phenomenal, phenomenal guy. As we're calling him now on the air, ladies and gentlemen. This is how we roll. He just called me. So yeah. <laughs> checking so, up on checking up on his junior. Well, first yeah, you big timed him, now he's gonna big time you. <laughs> Wouldn't shock me. <laughs> or he's doing a set. He's probably calling me from the gym. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that dude's always eating. He's a he's a good dude. Uh, the, the video with you guys um, after you tagged against the acclaimed, the uh, the promo at the end kind of had me laughing. You were like standing over in the corner, like it's my fault. And he's standing next to me like a dad. It's okay. We all have a bad day at the office. I'm like, what am I fucking watching here? Like he just cracked him in the back of the head with a medallion. Mm. They lost the match, and he's just like, it's okay. You looked. You were over in the corner like a like a beaten child. I'm like, so what are we that, doing? How, how exactly did that all come about with you and Cage? Like, because well, obviously. You could talk about two opposite sides of the spectrum. They like, look good. Far, they like they, they look, look like right a great the, team. Everything together. that they were doing is fantastic. I think it's wonderful. Just wondering how that all came about because I haven't met Cage a couple times with WrestlePro, and it just sure. seems like he's always going to be a loner. He's going to be a one one show guy, sure. one act. You know, like you know, no allegiance with anybody. But all of a sudden, he's blessed. Yeah, right. <laughs> Papa <laughs> Cage is um, It honestly has to do with his wife. Melissa Santos. It's yeah. actually kind of her fault. So She's great too. So I uh, was doing an SWF show. I was in high school. I was a senior, and I remember SWF uh, putting like a group message: "Hey, nobody can pick up Melissa Santos from LaGuardia Airport. Can anybody go get her?" At the time, man, I just wanted to be seen or known because mm -hmm. she was on Lucha Underground at the time. I mean, that could have been something for me. So I said, "Screw it, I'll go get her." So as soon as school ended, I got my car, drove to LaGuardia Airport, picked her up, and <laughs> the bell just rang. I'm on my way. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> just like that. I probably still have those text messages. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, and I picked her up. And, and, and this text message nice. went out to like grown men too, right? Not just some sixteen-year-old kid in high school, right? Oh yeah, this one's everybody. This one's everybody. <laughs> who, but who I was, did it? was it Fury? Too. Fury was asking. Uh, either Fury or Charlie. Oh, I don't. Charlie, that's right. I don't remember yeah, which Charlie one. Charlie did a lot of the business too. That's yeah, right. I don't remember which one. I want to say Fury. And though. as a young kid, that is the rule, man. If if you have to go pick up somebody at the airport, you let's, go pick up somebody go, at the airport. Man. If you right. take that step out, I, I've. 
picked up Vader. I've got rest of soul. I, I've picked up um, uh, the Rock and Roll Express. I picked up EC3, who will be a guest on the show. You know, I picked him up. It, you just do it. Yeah. Like you, if nobody else is doing it, shame on them. It's paying you know, your because you could pick their brain like crazy. Yeah. I learned more stories about Shawn Michaels through the Rock and Roll Express than ever before. And I was right. even telling, I was like, can you tell me anything? I didn't give a shit. I was like, can you just. Talk to me. Tell me about these guys. So I can imagine what that was like. Just going. talk to me. Right. Yeah, please. <laughs> Conversate. Yeah, Acknowledge me. That, yeah. I remember, <laughs> you know how like in Facebook messages and like the group things, it shows you like who saw it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When I mean like almost everybody in the roster saw it and nobody responded, mm-hmm. like I was the only guy to be like, yeah, I'll go get her. Uh, and when I did, like I just, you know, I talked to her with respect. She was super nice. And then it was the next night we had a show and Brian happened to be on it. And that was the first time I met Brian, which I was super intimidated because. It's a big fucking dude. He might lift a little bit. And believe it or not, I was a lot smaller than I am now. If the whole cut of baby, it would be him. Yeah, he's an animal. And uh, I had a great match, and Melissa saw it, and she put me over to Brian. And then a few months later, I or no, I'm sorry, a year later, I was in a match with Brian at a show called PPW in Pennsylvania. And it was was when uh, Brian had the exhibition title at the time. Mm -hmm. And Brian only knew me from the match, so he only wanted to do stuff with me just because Melissa put me over a year prior. And I kept up with him, which he was shocked, I guess. And after that, like, he kind of, like, he kind of, like, earned, like, I guess, like, a respect. He never, like, directly, like, like, say, like, man, I respect what you did. Like, awesome job. It was just kind of like a, okay. Like, and then, like, after that, like, he'd always be nice to me. He'd always kind of, like, keep in contact with me. Then he started following me on social media to watch my stuff. And then, like, as time went on, like, I would have better matches against more people. And then we'd get booked on more shows. And then I wrestled him again. And then I remember there was a time where I saw him at a show. Uh, it was called Titan Championship Wrestling. And this was in 2000. Wait a minute. He was part of Titan? Yeah. At one point, yeah. yeah he was, he mean, showed up one Everybody's time. a part of Titan for once. At once. Least yeah. You go, and yeah. then you're like, eh. <laughs> And uh, no, I remember just looking at Brian going, hey, man, what do I got to do to get on AEW? Like, who do I got to talk to? Like, I, I've sent emails, but I've never gotten anything back. And Brian was like... You think you're ready for that? And I was like, no, I know I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be there. And uh, he was like, okay. And uh, I remember a few weeks later, I, I got booked. And I was there. And I remember I had the match. It was uh, it was okay. It was a tag match. It was me and Danny Limelight versus, um, what's his name? Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy. Okay. The match was okay. Uh, I remember I was shitting bricks because Tony Khan was there for that. COVID? Uh, yes. Okay. It was I saw your one match. Your other tag team match you did against like uh what were their names like the assist or something? I don't even Top know. Flight? Top Flight, that was their name. Yeah. I, I watched that. Yeah. yeah, you were close there, Rob. I, was yeah. like, well, I just watched it. <laughs> and I and I remember after that match, I never got a call back. So I thought it was me and I didn't know what happened. And I remember Brian put his neck out for me again, and this was around the time I did the Impact Super X Cup. And we knew that it was going to be aired the first week of January. So Brian kind of did whatever he could to get me on AEW again. And I remember he kind of like laid into me and he was like, listen, you need to start having better matches and you need to get bigger. That you got to work out because you're going up against guys that are way bigger than you. And on TV, it doesn't look good. And I remember I just busted my ass and I showed up. And every time I was at AEW, I was knocking it out of the park. At least he's being 100% honest with yeah. you and not throwing bullshit your way to right. be like, you know, I could try. Let me see what right. I could do. Like, no, bro, go work. Go get a little bigger. Come back. Right. Bro, I, I just watched you wrestle Brian Pillman. And I'm, I'm like, I know Brian Pillman's a big dude. And you didn't look that much smaller yeah. than him, bro. I'm like, yeah, he's not that big really, dude, though. No, bro, oh, he's, no, a, he's, he's, he's a big boy. A big, he's a, 
He's I don't know the last time you seen him, but he's a big dude, bro. He's, I mean, I haven't seen him in like a he's, year, but he's he's way tough there. And I was like, bro, and I I've seen you live before, so I'm like, sure. and I you're both in the room, I'm like, bro, I'm like he looks just as big as he does. Bro. And don't so, forget your workout world days, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we gotta yeah. bring we gotta bring that up in a second. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like then I started wrestling guys like um, Top Flight, um, Silver and Reynolds, uh, Sunny. Uh, Ray Phoenix, which was the big one. Yeah, when, I, when I got the match with Ray Phoenix, that was uh, the big one. And then after that, um, Brian just had like I, we had a lot of time to bond because I was there every other week for four months, and I was seeing him every week. I was working out with him, and he was seeing like I took the gym serious. And then I made a joke one time, and I called him Papa Cage in the locker room, and then everyone heard that, and then everybody started calling him Papa Cage, mm. and I was his son, Kid Cage, because <laughs> KC. And then that kind of became like the whole thing, and then it was kind of history from there. We nice. just became like a bond after that. Nice. Yeah, you dude. guys, you guys work well in with that match with the acclaimed. Uh, that the double missile drop kick that you hit off the top rope that was <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. That Thank was you. really good. Um, I actually thought you guys were going to go over, and then I remember Tony Khan doesn't let his his toys <laughs> lose on TV. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> Told you, dude. Where was that match? That, that was, was Warrior Cicero Stadium in Chicago. And that was with Bones and, and Caster? Bones and Caster. It was a real, like it was a really good match. Like, the, Where I can I find that one? I, I like YouTube. YouTube. YouTube? Okay. I like tag matches, um, but I like tag matches where there's a bunch of action in it. Sure. And that one, that one was awesome, and it was a, a clean win. Um, but my favorite match with you was your triple threat match with Myron Reed for the uh, the middleweight belt. Oh yeah, that yeah. was. I was telling him. You guys stole that entire fusion episode. Oh, I know you. the the big main event was was Fatu against uh, Mads Kruger. Sure, but you got that match between you guys was absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, it's like a light switch went off with you there. Yeah, from uh, your what was your your match against Gino Medina where they kind of let you get some of your shit in? Oh yeah, and my then, debut. That was my first then match. G, then then Gino went over. And that's what I said to him. I was like, they almost like squashed him. I know he's got more in him. Right, right, right. And then what was your next one? Was Warhorse right? My next singles match. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was Warhorse. Warhorse. I was there for that one. And then uh, I wish I could have been there for the for the triple threat match. Um, that was. Yeah. Phenomenal. It's always a lot of fun. That guy, Erez, is fantastic, and I love Myron. And I've worked Myron at Warrior as well. I've saw that test on that match, yeah. man. That was one of my favorite matches mm-hmm. from Warrior, honestly. That's what I love about you guys over in MLW. You're everywhere. Yeah. You guys are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Established in 2017, the Feel Good Factory is here for all of your high-quality CBD products. All products are manufactured in Long Island, New York, in an ISO 6 clean room. They create everything from creams, gummies, and even pet products, and always third-party tested and curated with quality ingredients. They offer shipping throughout the USA and offer curbside delivery on Mondays and Fridays. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOPSPORTS, you'll get 25% off of all products. Call them today at 888-519-1139 or visit their website, thefeelgoodfactory.com, or on Instagram at thefeelgoodfactorycbd. Guys, it's time to give the big seasoning companies the big F.U. They've been lying to you for years, manipulating the numbers, rounding down the calorie counts, and adding shit that's not even food quality without your knowledge. Dude's Gourmet is the best natural seasonings with no additives, no filler, and no caking agents, just pure flavor. Head on over to dudesgourmet.com right now and choose one of their premier rubs from their espresso rub, everything minus the bagel, sweet baby Jesus, or how about their pizza dudes got 30 seconds. 
Put Dude's Gourmet Seasonings and Rubs on all of your favorite burgers, steaks, seafood, vegetables, anything that needs that extra kick. Right now, get free shipping for orders over $50 with the promo code OSHIP. That's a capital O. Follow them on Instagram at Dude's Gourmet. Visit their website right now, dudesgourmet.com. Uh, what was it? Hammerstone was supposed to, he got hurt. It was when he wrestled against Fatu. Okay. Uh, when he, he tried to do his own little missile drop kick off right, the right. top rope and hurt his ankle. Yeah. He was supposed to do a show in Bayville and he and he ended he couldn't go because he couldn't walk. Right. So these How guys are legitimately everywhere. How tall is he? About six one. Well, yeah, I was okay. gonna say like six right. one. I'm just curious. Because I mean he's got the look to be a fucking star too. So I mean his right. his bicep is the size of your head. I know. He's a he's a big boy. So how yeah. much did the pandemic have to do with like so the pandemic happens and you get to go down there and pretty much live down there with those guys sure. because nothing's going on, right? Sure. Yeah. So how much do you think like that helped where you're at right now in your career? Oh, uh, I I owe everything to the pandemic. Well, kinda. But, um, for real, but, no, dude, but, dude, sports it, wouldn't exist without the pandemic. No, honestly, that's a lot of people, yeah, like, lot of people owe like business to the wise. Yeah. yeah, it worked I, out the best for you because you were I'll be able to be there with them. No one's going right. anywhere. It's all just wrestle, right. wrestle, and pick people's brains, right? L- literally every week I was wrestling. I was actually having the best matches of my career. Like I was wrestling guys like Davey Richards. I was the second match back since he took like a three-year hiatus mm-hmm. or whatever it yeah. was. Davey, um, Leo Rush, uh, Mike Bennett, um, Brian. Is it true Leo Rush on his way out the door of CCW said that you need to go over? You need to be like the next guy up yes. or something like that? Yeah. Tell that story. Um, I was there for Leo's last match uh, before he went to NXT. It was him and Joey. It was the really big show. I don't remember what the name of the show was, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was sold out. It was a crazy show because also Matt Tremont wrestled Onita for okay. the first time, I believe. And I just remember after the match was over, I went up to Leo, I gave him a hug, and Leo kind of like grabbed me and he looked at DJ Hyde who ran CZW and goes, this is the guy I want to take my spot. Like, this is the guy. Like, he's next. It's his time. I know he's young, but it's his time. And I remember DJ just kind of looking at him going, Okay. No Somebody problem. else did that too. Uh, Swerve, right? Or Shane Strickland? Somebody. Uh, Swerve, I was his last match at CZW before he went to NXT as well. He asked to wrestle me after he watched um, me and Jordan Oliver at the ECW arena for the Wire. Oliver's still doing his thing? Yeah, yeah. He's over at GCW doing his thing. Good shit. Yeah, man. How do you, you guys both came in around the same. Like, you both kind of like did this, but like, you know. Yeah. We both, still, we both I, came I, in pretty much I, together. Yeah. Truth be told, I was just like, when I saw you guys, well, not so much you, because I knew you had the training with him, and I was just like, sure, that kid's never, like, that's yeah, not yeah. gonna pan out, and then he just proved me the fuck wrong yeah. real easily. He, he and I was off. like, this guy could fucking go, too. Well, with some off. people, I guess it just clicks on him, right? Yeah, no, like absolutely. You, you just find a groove, and mm-hmm. then you go into it. Yeah. yeah. Who's Literally. some of your best friends right now, like, in the business? Best friends? Yeah. Bowens, 100%. Um, Diamante uh, from AEW. Uh, Tasha Steeles, um, and I, I guess I would say Papa Cage. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just rolling them off, and I guess I wasn't. And uh, <laughs> I guess I wasn't. Well, he said in the friends. business. I said it in the you know. The fuck. I mean, I'm an announcer, but I'm still around. Like, Remember last week when out? I said you're a father now, Wait, man. Check it out. I said I said Dave Destruction last week. He goes, oh, Are we really going to keep doing well, this? Because I don't have been in the ring in six years, but now all of a sudden, no, 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 no. I don't use that fucking name when I'm announcer. Like I'm like, when I first started announcing, I did do that, and I was like. This sounds dumb. That's like, and no offense to like Excalibur, but like, <laughs> I was about to say, you know, like, get I a lucha mask and you'll be over. That, like, and, and I'm sure he's right. Actually, you know what's funny? I don't know the guy from Peter. Like, I don't know anybody, anything about Excalibur. And he's a fantastic broadcaster. 
but the mask. It's just like, what are we doing? I have mm-hmm. no, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's symbolic. I don't know. But it's like for a while, I was like, all right, for Shining Edward Jackson and Dave Destruction, it's been a show. And I'm just like, <laughs> I watch it back. I'm like, that sounds so fucking dumb. Like I'm Dave Sturgeo. That day, I, that's no more. I'm not wrestling anymore yet. Never say never. But uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, we still need the Thunder uh, and Lightning match. I was going to say, what about our tag team that never happened? Me and him had talked about it in length about being a tag team when he was first coming in. Mm-hmm. We went to the gym together. We trained together. Um, it was a really cool time to, to know and see how fast this fucking kid came out of nowhere. And there was a time where, and it's straight up, straight straight from the heart. Sure. I hated him because of how good he was. You know, and I was like, this little fucking how is this happening? How is this kid running circles around people? And I'm over there getting winded after a two-minute match. You know what I mean? Like because how old were you at the time? Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. I was just like, I, I, obviously, I was older, but I was like, no, yeah. man, there's no way this kid. And it's the same feeling I had when Bowens walked into the school for the first sure. time. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing my thing. I'm wrestling. I'm chain wrestling. Like, remember Ray Smith? Like, guys like yeah. that? Even yeah, Joey Janela, yeah. when he was helping training, I was like, I'm pretty good at this. This is pretty cool. And then I watched Bowens, and I'm like, Fuck me. I suck. Like, this is terrible. This is the same way I felt about him. I was like, Casey's going to come in. He's going to get his head fucking blown out of his ass. Just whoop, you know? And lo and behold, he proved me wrong. He he got humble. He fucking kept working out, kept digging. No, he didn't get humbled. He got blessed. I said humble. He got humble. (laughs) He didn't get humble. He got blessed. It's it's right there on his arm. But, like, honestly, I I was worried about the trajectory of this kid because I felt like he knew he was good. And all it took was the right person to say it was good, but it's so good to hear that Cage went up to you and told you how it was instead oh, yeah. of like, like the truth. I'm glad. I love to hear that. You just right. did all those flippy do's and you, oh my God, you're the future of rest. For somebody to be like, go get bigger. Yeah. That's yeah. big, man. That yeah. is that so is, big. That's in this real. Yeah, because you don't need, you don't need yes men around you because you're not going to evolve. Right. right. You know, and you see that with, with some of the, of the athletes today. I'm not going to relax. I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> but you can true, see the people that have Sorry. the yes men around them where yeah. they're in positions that they shouldn't be in. And they're not they're not getting any better. Right. They're, they're not growing. So right. what's next? Blessed? We're, we're, like, we're champions. We're, we're going all over the place. We're winning titles. I'm, I'm trying to win another we're, title, we're man. Beat, we're beating guys like you're, you're winning. Osprey held the belt, yes. right? Yes. Red held the belt. Yes. And it's yours now. Yes. What's next, bro? Uh, well, uh, two days ago, I was at Northeast Wrestling, and I called out JT Dunn for his title at Northeast. So why could be a Northeast title. Why don't you shoot big? Why don't you the MLW middleweight title, no, no, maybe? No, 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 no. Looking at the camera right now. Let's shoot a little bigger at Northeast. Shoot a little There's bigger. been a champion over there who hasn't lost a belt in like three fucking years. Oh, We're talking to you, oh, Danny Mom. Yeah. Why don't you go big, bro? Yeah, yeah, Enough yeah. with this middleweight bullshit. Oh, whoa, 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 go, well, hey, well, go big. Well, if, if you think about it, think about it real You quick. and Mom would kill it. Did you guys I actually technically I have three titles. Technically. Okay, which because I think a lot of people forgot I beat Dan Ma for the wrestling as a tomorrow title in Rhode Island. Oh, the what oh, title? What happened? What? To that? Oh, that was JT Dunn's. Correct. Oh. And the company has not come back since the pandemic, unfortunately. Okay. But it's your I should have brought the belt. You're the anyway. champ. I have it. You have it. I'm You're the champ. I should have brought it anyway. He's still the so champ. So technically, though. I am a triple champ. That was a cool little promotion he had going on. The what? Yeah. The, the what? Fed or whatever you're calling it. Yeah. yeah. Well, wrestling has it tomorrow, and I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, go go big, bro. If you're in Northeast. Go get the Bariqua badass. Three bro. years he's had the belt. Bad, bro, you he's know, had the belt for like 900 days. Like, holding nobody the can beat him. Huh? 
holding it hot. Some 1970s booking going on there. It's not even that he's holding. He ain't holding it hot. He's kicking the shit out of everybody. Oh. That, that man, that man is running through everybody. It's called believability. That's, see, here's that's the, the thing. thing. And, and Casey will be able to test this. I'll get down there to see some of that. Attest to this because sure. we both came up with Danny Mock. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you right now, there's no doubt in my mind that Danny Moff is one of the greatest performers yes. I've ever seen yes. in the ring. And he continues to be the Benjamin Button of pro wrestling, meaning he's getting older. He's still getting better. It's right. nuts, bro. The guy was making waves over at Ring of Honor, right? He was doing all that. Then that went under. He was signed, bro. He was signed again. You know what I mean? Then the pandemic hits and everything, all that bullshit, right? Bro, Danny Moff, and you know, he's yep. how many times has he gone to bat for you? Uh, Bro, last Alaska trip. I, how drunk did he get, by the way? <laughs> in the food court. Seven hours in Portland. Seven we'll never hours forget in Portland. It. You're talking about a flight. In the food Holy court. Shit. Bro, we were <laughs> our layover in Portland was seven like hours. eight hours, seven what, hours. What'd you do? We drank. Yeah, yeah, airport. I sat. No, 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 I ate no, pizza. no, no. We gave you one. I had one. You had one. One. Had about thirty hours because they were like a dollar. Don't you tell me this all is wait, drunk? Out, so you were the young boy designated driver. Fifty cent wing night yeah. in the airport. I don't even know. No, you know what he was doing? Moff kept going to this little like bodega, like and just coming out with like six packs of like oh tall boys. Yeah, they were like shit. they were like they were like five dollars a pack. <laughs> so they fucking they got a lot. Was he was before you got on the plane in in Ring of Honor? Moff? Yeah. What? Moff what was, was that? Was Dr. Julius Smokes. Because when, when he was in Ring of... When he was the manager in Ring of Honor... I'll be honest. I, mean, I, don't, Dan, I don't know. Danny Moff would seem like the perfect guy Danny to be Moff, with, like with said, those guys in 5150 and stuff. I will now. Because if you're saying if he, like, if he he's three years in... Because I mean, did, I got to see it. I mean, I'll be straight. I think if it wasn't for Danny Moff, I wouldn't be wrestling anymore. If it wasn't for Danny Moff, a lot of people wouldn't be wrestling anymore. Because when I got kicked out of wrestling school... I mean, I was only, I only just turned 16. Why'd you get kicked out of wrestling school? I was told I wasn't humble. Okay. See, see, see. I'm yeah. not in the total, but yeah, not, he, uh -huh. he flipped it on the fucking uh, dime, I've, I've always gotten a million different stories as to why I got kicked out and never truly knew the real reason. But but that, that was, was that was the was basic sold. answer. He was too good. That's <laughs> what I was wanted sold. to tell. No. Uh, and... I mean, I went into like a real deep depression, and my mom was worried. I mean, my mom even showed up to the oh, wrestling mom, school. Mama, mama oh, Navarro showed up to wrestling what, school. What did you have to do to get back in? What uh, they make you do? I never tried to go back. No, you never went uh, back to it. Maybe one time in like 2016, maybe I tried, and I was there for two weeks, and I was like, I hate being here, and then I left again. Just a different feeling then. Yeah, because I just that knew school's was... changed a little bit. And oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't know what it is now. It was only a year later when I tried to come back. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what it is. It was still like now, a, you still had that stigma. Yeah, feel, yeah, yeah. feeling like you I know. had that weird feeling, and I remember Moff was it was Moff and Bowens were the two I heard from out of everybody, from what I remember. And Bowens felt really bad, but there was nothing he could really do. But Moff was the one that made the calls to make sure my career didn't end. Uh, he wanted me to go train at Warriors of Wrestling, but I never went. Uh, but he he's the one that hit up Rob Fury, who runs SWF, to be like, hey, listen, I know this kid is young. Uh, he just got kicked out of wrestling school, but I don't want to see his career end. Like, he's too good. Um, and Rob said, okay. And I also I think, think I drove you to that show. Me and you drove together to that first show. It was pumped. No, 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 no. It was after that. Oh, after, after that. that. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm uh, dating myself now. Yeah, because um, there was an SWF show that we did, which kind of led up to me getting kicked out. Uh, Moff like, had put me over. Like, I heard that was one reason. Moff put me over, and, like, apparently they weren't happy that I got put over, and my family was there, and it was a WrestleMania moment was the big thing I heard. I was one of the stories. So um, 
that's why Moff was like, hey, listen, the kid's over. The kid could get over. He's only 16. Yeah. Like, give him a shot. And then that's when I just kept wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. I never really trained after that. No, that's, that was a testament to him. Going. I yeah. used that. That's when I was like, oh, he doesn't want to train. You know, he, he doesn't want. But like little by little, you just kept seeing this kid just pop up everywhere. And yeah. you're like, well, maybe maybe he doesn't need. I mean, maybe he doesn't need to go to a structured school anymore. Maybe he's that fucking good. I don't know. Like, who am I? I'm not going to fucking judge. Like, at first I was. I was like, I can't believe he's not going back into school. Sure. But it, you didn't you didn't need it. Yeah. After the end of the day, like you're sitting here with raining with gold and platinum. It's like you didn't need it. Yeah. Right. So. As, not for everybody certain, there's but always yeah. people out there that can do that you know what yeah. i'm saying like you know you hear those stories like yeah. the punks of the world you know what i mean like those guys look at goldberg go, well three, i just watched the three documentary months. on goldberg three months in the in the freaking factory or whatever they called it the power plant and he was on tv winning titles so sometimes it's just a unique story and i think casey's got one of them you yeah. know one of those stories that yeah, the kid came up he did his thing he went to a school he did what he could there he got cut Literally, you know, if that's how you want to look at it, you got mm-hmm. cut. Pretty much, yeah. And sometimes when you get cut, you get driven. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking harder than ever. Tell so. everybody what you do Tuesdays and Thursdays on Instagram. Tuesdays and Thursdays? Well, during the pandemic, I used to go live every week, mm-hmm. and I'd have the next to be blessed lives. Actually, I feel like that's what got me through the pandemic before mm-hmm. the AEW things all happened, because we couldn't wrestle. Like, AEW wasn't really doing it yet, and if they were, they weren't bringing in talent yet. They were just using their own roster. Um... So I would just be home, and then I remember I went live, like, once, and, like, I had a decent amount of people come in because everybody was home doing nothing. Yeah, so yeah. they saw I was live, and I had, like, 50 people in there, and I'm like, what? I can't even name five friends, let alone 50 people coming in my live. And uh, I tried again, and then more people came, and I was like, man, maybe I should make this a thing. So I started doing a thing called Next to be Blessed because I would bring in my fans. And yep. before I'd bring them in, I'd be like, who's next to be blessed? And I was like, oh, this could be a cool name of the show. And then I got myself a poster. And for like six months, like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'd bring people into my lives. And actually, I feel like it helped my Instagram growth. I've definitely, I've definitely, I've definitely, I've definitely I, requested to join and got denied. So oh, that's yeah. A, I, no, no, no. Search Search was never able to you're, you're, beyond, you're, beyond, be you're beyond the help to be blessed. Yeah, that's it's unfortunate. That's absolutely true. Well, you're being blessed right now. Yes, I am. See, yes, it's I am. better. <laughs> and it's in person. <laughs> so something I, I ask, I like to, I bring up every time on this show, every day, every sure. week on the show, I have to, I have to know. And I, I need honest opinions. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you're a promise guy in the business. I just need an honest opinion. And I'm being 100% serious when I say this. <laughs> I am a firm believer, and I'll explain to you why. Okay. Disco Inferno deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, in <laughs> WWE Hall of Fame. All right, all right. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Now, listen to me. It's going to be in, WrestleMania is going to be in Vegas eventually. It's sure. Because they just built they that arena. You, right? Sure. So th- I'm thinking money. I'm thinking fans. Now, Disco Inferno, 9, 10, and 5, gimmick of the year. You know what I mean? Sure. Do you know what his finisher was? Nope. It was called a chart buster. Do you know what it was? Nope. It was a Stone Cold Stunner before Stone yeah. Cold used it. Okay. So the, the man also was a booker in WCW, sure. booker in Impact, did things for Impact too. Sure. You do. <laughs> I mean, one have company, one company went out of business. The other one ever watched work? Work? There are some people <laughs> in the Hall of Fame that should not be in there. So if you're telling me this no, Inferno can't get in there, bro, don't make me start going on. Don't pull out the names. No pull out. Have I? Have I? Have you ever watched any of his matches? Uh, if he was on an indie show, that was at. Yeah. Yes. You seem to forget what year he I'm, was I'm born. Young. People watch Google I'm and young, YouTube. I'm young, dude. When I was, when bro, I was nobody's, at, yeah, but nobody, nobody's, yeah, nobody's Googling Disco Inferno, but they know about the Wolfpack and NWO. 
Disco Inferno was big in the Mother effing. You know what I just saw last night? As a matter of fact, I was oh, watching what? the Disco Goldberg. Inferno and Disco? Yeah. The oh, Goldberg. I was watching knows. the Goldberg documentary in AAE, and in that loss, when, when Goldberg finally lost to Nash. Who came out? Who came out? Disco, Disco Inferno. Inferno. Son of a bitch. So he's been a part I, of big moments. Sure. So yes, I expect sure. people to that. know. All right, so Youngblood over here doesn't watch Disco Inferno. So that, yeah. that's Well, okay. I mean, put it like this. When I was training at wrestling school, uh, I'd wear Roman Reigns shirts, and everybody would talk like, oh, you're a mark, you're a mark. But the same guys were wearing Macho Man shirts, but that wasn't being a mark. But it's just because I didn't grow up in that See? era. See? You see? You know what I mean? See, I don't take right offense. That's all it was. As a that's, fan, I don't like take offense when somebody calls me a, a mark. Shirt I, you know what I mean? I just you just bought, bought a DX shirt. I did. And that would have been Marky. It wouldn't be Marky, right? I, but if I bought I'm a Street Profit shirt, I'm yeah, Mark. you're a Mark. You know yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, Roddy Piper and Jake the Snake. Well, because you can wrestle them right now. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, like. Yeah, but Roddy and Jake the Snake always said they hated the term Mark because you're basically making fun of somebody for being a fan who's paying your fucking bills. Sure. But yeah, but that's what we are. So if I'm a Mark, I am the Mark. I am super fucking Mark. So I've heard, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Microman, thank you for coming on the show today. I ain't fucking Microman. You get Microman. A microphone, and then we'll talk. Oh, no, you guys no, should have no. a little microphone. Micro I love him. I love him. Last question. He's the man, by the way. Dream opponent doesn't have to be alive. Pack. For real, that's, yes. who, that's who you want. Yes. Call him out. That would dude. actually be. That oh, I called him good. out plenty of times, man. I, I, that's the guy. Ever since I was at WrestleMania Access, April of 2013, at the Meadowlands at the Izod Center, and I saw him as NXT champion. They had like a little match thing, like the NXT matches going on. I saw him do that. Fucking yeah. what is it called? The black arrow, red arrow, yeah, blue arrow. Phenomenal. He hit that move. I became a fan instantly. But when he doesn't do it, people get pissed off. Like when he's up, on, he'll let like go to the top when he's a heel, right? And like he'll make it look like he's gonna do it, Guess and he what? won't and do it. Perfect. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Because then the moment he hits it, it means so much. Oh, more. Wow, dude, it's yeah. like when Mick Foley stopped being hardcore in ECW, and he was doing like working like regular. Wrestling holds. Everybody was dying to see him do something. So all right. So it. Pac is the guy you want. Pac. Who has been the guy that you've been in there? You're saying that was my best match. Probably Buddy Murphy. I saw that. Match. I like that match a lot. Yeah. But Buddy I was. Go. I was his first singles match on the Indies in America. That was a big test for me. That's pretty cool. You've still never wrestled overseas yet. No. Why? I was. Really? Go I was actually going to uh, this month. Uh, they were trying to get me in Australia, but the show was booked. So hopefully. End of this year. Or next year. Do you have? Do you get a yeah. lot of overseas love from fans? Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, time. why? I'm like, I, I heard time. you on a podcast like a year ago saying you've never been overseas. I'm like, why yeah. not? Why haven't you been? No, that's idea. crazy, dude. No let's idea. get let's get this kid overseas. Yeah, hey, yeah let's serious. go. I'm for real. <laughs> let's go. What are we waiting? What's for? going on here? Yeah, yeah, but uh I I definitely would say that the Buddy Murphy match was one of my biggest tests. Why? Because I showed up and I found out that day I was wrestling him. You I wasn't prepared. At all to go get some, uh, the best like it wasn't like a and at the time, my top two to wrestle my dream matches was Pac and Buddy Murphy. And he was just wrestling Reigns and SmackDown probably like two, three months before that, right? And he got released. <sighs> and then he was supposed to do a show at PPW in Pennsylvania because I was there all the time. I was like their guy, and they were going to put me against them at the time. I signed with MLW, MLW was supposed to run that day, so they pulled me from the show. And then that show got canceled, so I got back on the PPW show at the time they switched Buddy's match but it was a triple threat and nobody saw it so technically the first thing that people saw of Buddy was, was that. me versus him awesome. and he was supposed to wrestle Brian Cage the following week so it was cool for me and Brian because it was like oh I'm going to wrestle Buddy and then you're going to wrestle Buddy but then Brian like did like stem cell therapy and yeah. I like, couldn't walk 
that something meant, happened and he couldn't walk. Where meant, did he get that done at? He got that I done here in the states, somewhere in Vegas. Really? Yeah. That medallion. Trying thing. to get that for years. Did he really pick who he wanted to do in that, or was that there? Yeah, he picked everybody in the match. Every single person. Every single. Now, person how about now? Obviously, you won. Yeah. Did he choose that, or they chose that? That I don't. You don't know, know. Uh, and he probably wouldn't tell you that either. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, I have cool, to, I'm, I'm sure he probably was like, no, I well, had some yeah. influence, but <laughs> either he. That's why I want to know if he picked everyone in that match yes, or specifically what. Yeah. But because it's like then it's like, well, now he does have maybe he yeah. did, and he picked, he chose you, which was yeah. the right choice. Mm-hmm. And then it's like I saw the end where you get where uh, Cage is wrestling Osprey, right? And Osprey comes out, and then you come out with your medallion. I was like, oh, bro, yeah, it's gonna get real in here, bro. Osprey is probably one of the biggest. Non WWE AEW guys 100%. in the world 100%. right now, you know yeah. what I mean? So when we when he said that he took a Osprey, I'm like, what, dude? Yeah. Like that's huge. That's yeah, huge. Yeah. huge. And, it, and we're marks. I can't for, imagine how it for feels me. For you. It's like, yeah, I didn't pin Osprey, but if you go look what? at the title sati- statistics it? or whatever, it goes Brian Pillman Jr., Brian Cage, Trey Miguel, Will Osprey, me. I'm after Will. Yeah. So just the fact I'm after Will is like, oh. <laughs> Now you got to go Google how it happened. And you gotta, yeah, then you got to Google how it happened. Because any promo I do, I always say, I beat Will Ospreay. You technically, should. As you should. I did. He was in the match, right? As you I beat should. Him. You're right. As you should. And Warrior Wrestling, you need to tell them to get on their YouTube page and fix it because they still have Osprey with the belt. And they're in the in the picture. Oh, the big banner. Oh no, I was absolutely not. We won't have that. No here. respect. That's how we you won't get no have respect. that. Here. I win the title. We got no him here respect. with the belt right Double now. Double belts, bro. Yeah. Champ, 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 champ. Unbelievable. The but, uh, intense, intense. So, all right. So, what's uh, when can people find you again, bro? When you when are you getting back in the ring? Yeah. Well, I was there this weekend. I will be at Northeast Wrestling in Waterbury, Connecticut, on Sunday. Who you uh, got? It is a fatal four way for the Northeast Wrestling Live Title. It and is that's... me, Alec Price, Flip Gordon, and JT Dunn. Flip. Flip. Yeah. And Flip is also a part of Dude's Gourmet. Uh, so we can <laughs> talk. We can, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he, we par- talk to him in EC3 next week. What's and your thought process when you're going into these? And I've always wondered this because, I, you know, with the triple threat match sure. with Myron Reed, now you're going into this fatal four-way. What? Because it's obviously a different thought process than you're doing it with a regular one-on-one match. So right. who do you want to focus on? Is there somebody that you'd rather work with during the thing? Or do you just call it in the ring? Um, call it in the ring. Oh, yeah, let's call a four-way high-flying four match in the ring. Everybody's dying. Somebody's dying. Uh, um, my, my first initial thought is steal the show. Uh, Which is especially with the guys in the match, you know what I mean? Like, we got to steal the show. That's my first thing. And I, I always want to walk in with some type of idea, some kind of cool idea that's going to make people go, oh, shit. Something that they're not going to forget. I don't give a shit about the little shit that we yeah, do in between, just, but that one moment that they're going to be like, man, that fatal four-way. Like bro. that one spot where you and Carino in Alaska. That you worked on. They did like the handstand. Oh, the handstand up. DDT. Woo, boy. I was, and I knew it was coming, and I still acted like I didn't yeah. know it was coming on the commentary. I was like, that. Let me was- tell you something about that commentary that night. This guy changed my name about 14 times. One minute I was Christian. One minute I was oh, Casey Navarro. Man. Christian, Casey Navarro. Christian Navarro. Casey Navarro. Oh, Casey Navarro. Exactly. Christian Navarro. I knew the kid. Yeah. Like it's kid uh, Christian. I was at. Yeah, you, 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 you want to know you even know where Johnny Mike Morrison was from on Impact. Jeez, I mean, come on. true. Man. I thought he was from Slam City, but that yeah, was wrong. Um, <laughs> hey, that's all right. Even you know that story? messes up. Uh-huh. Do you know that story? No. He, it, oh, when I was at Impact? Tell the story. I did the ring announcing for fucking Bound for Glory. For, yeah. for, uh, for the Austin Aries, for Austin Aries, oh, Austin Aries Morrison. left, yeah. he did the ring announcer for yeah, that match. I did the ring announcer. I was on pay-per-view. And, and what did you do? I was like, this is my moment. So I was like, from Slam City. And he fucking gets off the turnbuckle, goes into my ear, and goes, Slam Pound. <laughs> and I was like, Slam Down. And I was like, dude. I was like, oh, my God. Oh. I just fucked this up. 
<laughs> I mean, he was a good sport about it. Whatever. All 58 people that bought that pay-per-view <laughs> were pissed. <laughs> That was a good show, man. That was, like a, show. But that was like a big ending of a moment where people are, you know, people are going to go back to rewatch that match. Is what I'm saying. No, but at least you're going to live in infinity oh, sure. forever. You, know? you know what though? I don't think a goddamn person no. said anything. But it's you about the I mean? moments, though. Like he yeah. just said. I walked through the curtain after that. And I looked around, and I, nobody even said anything. They're like, "Great job!" Like Pat being Pat was like, "Yeah, sure. that was good." And I was like, <laughs> "It was. It was." And I walk off like this is perfect. One last question. Sure. Why pink? Why pink? Well, at the time, I. I don't think anybody was doing it. Um, I always was a big believer in real men were pink. Cameron. And, um, huh? Cameron. Oh, yeah. Is a firm believer. And, um, Bret Hart. <laughs> and uh, I always supported breast cancer awareness as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I always wore pink and I always got made fun of. So I like to do a thing where I use my weaknesses as strengths. Mm-hmm. Let's be rabbit uh, over here. Good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, just like this. Like, I was told I wasn't humble and I wouldn't make it anywhere. Well, that word, now I, I wear it on my sleeve every day because yeah. I got to remind myself where I came from and remind myself of where I want to go. Uh, and the pink was just different for me. Uh, the pink hair was an interesting choice. I, I I just remember I wanted to rebrand myself a little bit, like still keep the whole blessed thing, but I wanted to bring it to another level um, and be more serious. Like I knew it was my time to get signed. Like a, there, I just had a feeling like I was like, man, I'm wrestling the best. I'm proving myself now. I'm everywhere. Like I, I remember at one point with Spartan, like you brought up, I, um, I went and I wrestled in Vegas against Chris Bay. And then that night I got back on a plane right after our main event match. Like as soon as the match was over, basically got changed, went right to the airport, flew overnight. As soon as I landed, I got picked up from the airport, went straight to wrestle again. So I went West coast, East coast all in one night. And I didn't even care because I knew I had something to prove to people. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm everywhere, man. I'm blessing the world. That was my big thing at the time. Bless the world. Oh, I see you on Instagram right? and your fresh suits like, and that shit was now. My, thing. Like, my boy. Like, I literally had to get a new car. My car died. And I had like $12,000 to my name. I was going to buy just Only. another. <laughs> I was, yeah. Well, just from the insurance. Yeah. Like, that's all I had. Yeah. And I literally took Listen, it. When you I, have kids, 12 grand is a lot <laughs> of money. And, uh, and I... I got a BMW Literally, just because I was like, man, what would KC Navarro be driving? Bang. He'd be driving a fucking Beamer. Is that man. is that yours out there with the uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers? No, actually, I just okay. got into a car accident the other day, <laughs> and now say. I'm getting another check, and I'm getting another car. Talk about being blessed, right? I parked right next to a BMW, and I saw a Pittsburgh Steelers license plate, so I'm like, he's <laughs> nah, sitting there bragging yeah. he's a no. Pittsburgh fan. Uh, the one, nah, the you'll one see one. my Miami Heat logo on mine. <laughs> mine always has a Heat logo on my cars. Yeah, you're a Heat guy, but you're a football fan. Cowboys boy. Yes, sir. I told you. That's why I like the kids. Cowboys, Yankees, (laughs) Miami Heat. Put a ball on this bad boy there, Tommy boy. All right. Well, hey. Thank you so much for joining us no, today, brother. You, um, it, it's me. been a pleasure, and yes, I can't wait to uh, cover more of your stuff with MLW. Oh yeah. Uh, next week we have EC3 joining us. Unfortunately, not in studio. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting show because right after we wrap, we're about to hit the train mm. and on the way to uh, Monday Night couple Raw. T- couple tall oh. boys on the on the old. Uh-huh. Uh, on the, well, I know you don't drink, but like uh, definitely. Uh, celebrate that one so yeah but. guys uh like and and subscribe to the podcast glad that we're going to be here on video make sure every single day you guys are checking out chop sports for all of your sporting needs 
And uh, why is everybody like motioning and pointing? No, no. I'm not the, I was, <laughs> why are you? I, was, I, was, I, was, I just look over. and I just see Dave real like, here. No, no. Was it really? Was that? Was like, like, yo, you were staring at him like, like he was just was like messing up your face. Was like, <laughs> so I mean, he's no, pointing I, at this, and I'm like, no, no, what no, am no, I doing no, no, no. here? I was just like, I was just waiting for I you to close. Maybe I was having and then a stroke. I was gonna say one more thing. No, you're good, bro. All right. So yes, Chop Sports Daily. Make sure you check it out. Thank you to Dude's Gourmet and the Feel Good Factory, Dave. What were you? No, I was just gonna say, man. We've done this before. Down. Remember the Wild. Wood show that we did for there was a Wildwood convention the day before we, we had to promote it. Oh, Atlantic City. Yes. Well, wh- whatever. Same shit to me. It's all Jersey. <laughs> Atlantic City. We're staying in Goldberg. We're there. Right. And shit like that. That was fun. But we did that radio show. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. So I, this is our I, second. Yeah. Actually, were you on my podcast at one point? Too? No, 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 never. No, I never asked him to be. Yeah, that's right. No, I wasn't good enough at no. the time. But yet, I'm not. Crazy. I'm not good enough that's to get da- on his fucking. Wasn't daily, enough. A daily show. Huh? <laughs> a daily show before Pat. You know, I, you know yeah. uh, when yeah, he had me up to subscribe, I did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I did. I did what he asked. Right, you know, when bro. we were in Alaska, he was handing out koozies. No one took it. You know who did? <laughs> I did because I'm a good friend. Hell yeah! Only had one beer. No, no, no. Were you part of the good friends that put smelling salt under my nose when I fell asleep? No. No, I watched it happen. No, you watched it happen, good friend. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't I didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Don't pass out in front of Danny Moff because he will have a field day. And that's what I did. Long day, red eye. We're all exhausted. I'm falling asleep. I wake up and I'm like, what was that? I was like, it's starting to itch. And I'm like, oh, maybe it was just like I had a bad dream. And next thing you know, it's just like, right on oh. there, bro. It was rough. Yeah, so thank you for backing me up. But of course, continued success. I love you to death, Thanks, bro. Man. Keep I love going, too, man. And uh, yeah, so everybody watching at home on YouTube, be sure to like the video, share the video, yes. and do all that good shit as these guys continue to try to build this brand That's off right. of Chop Sports. So. All right, guys. I'm looking at two belts. He's got to defend one of them. So uh, we will see you next week <laughs> when I have a brand new belt. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> see you later, guys. I, I appreciate you guys bringing me on, man. Yeah, thank man. you. Thank all you right. very much. Yeah, confess your sins, cause blessed I've been Obsessed with wins, they ain't me and I ain't them Tryna be the brightest gem, the highest star But fearing men, oh boy, I gotta make it clear again Who I am, Navarro Go faster than your cargo, hit harder than Apollo My creed different, and I got wild on the lyrics Like carrying your precious cargo Oh damn, check the ink in my skin Man, I'm blessed from within, get to see where I go Never know where I've been, they say brightest